0: For those lives full of thrilling emotions, the all-powerful, all-fun Kia GT Sedans. Kia. Movement that inspires. Limited inventory available. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The
2: Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Gene Carroll, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. When the spring cleaning is over, all your light-painted woodwork will be beautifully clean and shining. Well, that's fine. But then you have the problem of keeping it spotless. Well, if you wash and scrub woodwork too often, you may injure the finish. What's the answer? Why, Johnson's Cream Wax, that newest Johnson Wax polish, especially designed for furniture and light woodwork. In addition to wax, this creamy white liquid contains two cleansing ingredients, so it cleans and polishes at the same time. Johnson's Cream Wax is so easy to use, needs little rubbing. You just apply it, and polish lightly. Fingerprints and smudges completely disappear. It leaves the surface satin, smooth, and beautifully waxed and polished. Johnson's Cream Wax gives similar lustrous beauty and wax protection to enamel surfaces like refrigerators, to tabletops, kitchen cabinets, and many other things. You've probably already used Johnson's Paste and Liquid Wax. Well, try Johnson's Cream Wax, too. You'll like it. trivia of Wistful Vista has just dropped in onto Faber-McGee's. His hostess offered him a cup of tea, and he gratefully accepted, which makes him a good judge of tea. His host offered him a cigar the mayor refused, which makes him one of those men who know tobacco best. <laughs> For further details of Wistful Vista Society, let us join Fibber mcgee and Molly...
1: Don't have another slug of tea, Mr.
2: Mayor. No, thank you, Molly. I've already had two cups. Three.
1: <laughs> McGee, don't be rude. I'm not
3: being rude. I'm just being accurate.
1: <laughs>
3: My gosh, I don't begridge the guy another shot of oolong. <laughs> just dry leaves and hot water, that's all. Go on, kid. Take a fourth cup.
2: No, uh, no, thank you.
3: I must get back to the city hall. Oh, right. relax, sweet Triv. The city hall will still be there when you get back. <laughs> Even that bunch of run-down ward heels you got working for you won't steal the building.
2: Or will they? Let's, uh, let's just say that they haven't so far.
4: <laughs>
2: well, thank you so much, Molly. It's been very, very pleasant. Uh,
1: good of you to drop in, Your Honor. What's all the rush,
2: Latrelle? Well, I'm pretty busy today with our traffic campaign, McGee. With your what?
1: What traffic campaign?
2: But didn't you know? No. We're starting to crack down on careless drivers. A very intensive campaign.
4: Oh.
2: Drastic penalties for every violation. Well. We've put so many men on motorcycles, we'll soon have the only bow-legged police force in the country.
1: Isn't that
3: wonderful? Well, it's about time, Latriv. People are beginning to think them white lines down the middle of the pavement are from
2: a leaky milk wagon. Exactly. The only way our fire department can find a hydrant these days is to look behind a parked car. (laughs) Well, thank you again, Molly, and I'll be running Just
1: one more cup, Mr. Mayor.
2: Oh, come on, boy, come on.
3: I'll have Lena bring in some more of them little cookies that you ate almost the whole plate of. (laughs)
1: Hey, Lena. Oh, 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 Lena. There ain't any more cookies, folks. (laughs) But I'll run out and get some more, but I'm so dizzy from standing on my head out there in the kitchen that I can't hardly walk. (laughs) on your head.
2: For exercise, Lena?
1: No, sir. I was making an upside-down cake.
2: <laughs> well, the little cookies were very good, Lena. Yes. Make them yourself, did you?
1: Oh, bless your heart, Mr. Alderman. Uh,
2: <laughs> mayor, Lena, this gentleman
3: is our mayor.
1: You don't say. And him just as common as any of us. <laughs> About them cookies, Mr. Honor. You know, I got them from little Hans Beagleman down at the bakery. He's just the cutest little kraut head you ever saw. And he's just rolling in dough. <laughs> if they'd quit rolling in it and bake more of it, he'd have more money.
4: <laughs>
1: well, if there are no more cookies. Oh, I'll later. be awfully happy to run up some cinnamon toast, honey <laughs> Or, say, how about some horse dovers? <laughs> You know, like them little anchovies laying on a cracker <laughs> No,
3: no thanks, Lena we Oh, just...
1: I don't mind a bit, Mr. McGee I just love to cook and fix things nice for folks Gracious me, I never even think of serving a lamb chop or anything Without garnishing it with a little twig of parsley.
4: <laughs>
2: well, <clears throat> thank you, Lena, but I must leave immediately I have a great deal of work down at the City Hall
1: Oh, that's all right, Your Highness You know, far be it from me, you know, I say it always is a swell fellow that keeps his work in his head (laughs) or something, you know, particularly a (laughs) politician, because goodness knows they do little enough, I always say. (laughs) You know my cousin Wilmer was a Republican down south, and he never done a thing. <laughs> well, uh, Lena, you know a Southern Republican. You no, know, he almost... wrote me one time. Lena, he wrote, if you ever have a lot of pencils you want sharpened, go into politics. Everybody has got a knife out for you. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: well, I guess this bores you as much as it does me, so I think I'll get back to work. Uh, pleased to you, Your Excellency, my mother
4: was a lady like yours, you really love.
2: Ah, uh, chummy, isn't she?
1: Yes, but she means all right, Mr. Mayor, and she's a wonderful cook. Yeah,
3: I walked out in the kitchen last week and says, what's that funny smell, Lena? And she says, that's brimstone. I'm making a devil's food cake. (laughs) (laughs) So I says, oh, you got to go, Latrivia?
2: Yes, yes. I really must get back and check up on our traffic drive. (laughs) All I can say is, it's a good thing you're not driving today, McGee. (laughs) Oh, it is, eh?
3: Why is it so good that I'm not driving? And who says I ain't?
1: Now, McGee, he just meant... I know
3: what he meant. He meant I was bound to get pinched for something. Am I right, Latrivia? Quite. Hmm.
1: Why, McGee is a wonderful driver, Mr. Mayor. Oh, I'll admit he likes to stop his car next to an officer and tie up traffic for 15 minutes while he pretends he doesn't know how to get to the Elks Club. But uh, that's just playfulness.
3: Yeah, and if you think them cops of yours are going to keep me bottled up in the house today, you're barking up the wrong kettle of fish. That's what you're barking up the wrong.
4: <laughs>
2: I didn't say that, McGee. I merely
3: said that I... Anyway, McGee,
1: be... you told me you were going to stay inside today and relax.
3: How can I relax when the police force in this town challenges my constitutional rights? <laughs> I'd like to see them running board rum pick me up. I know the traffic regulations in this burg as good as they do. Better. Every time I drive downtown, they explain a new one to me.
2: I'm quite familiar with your driving. I merely wish to state once more that I think you'd be wiser to stay home until this campaign is over.
1: So do I, dearie.
2: You'd have a citation before you got out of your own driveway. How much do you got that says so? Five dollars.
3: Okay. You just made yourself a little wager, fella. By George, I'll show you what an honest taxpayer can get away with. Hey, Molly, you get the car out of the garage while I get my keys.
1: It is out of the garage, dearie. You didn't put it away when you came back from the drugstore. Oh, I
3: didn't. Well, that saves me some time. Where's my car
2: keys?
1: You left them in the car.
2: That must be the reason. Must be the reason for what, Latrevia? There's a policeman out in front putting a ticket on your windshield. Huh? <laughs> Leaving your keys in the ignition is a violation in Wistful Vista, you know. Oh. You can just mail me the $5, McGee. Good day, Molly.
4: Oh.
0: Election Bulletin. In all dramatic runoffs... In the second ward, Harvey, a Democrat, leads Republican Atkins by 3,000. The third ward, Republican Kerry leads Democrat Washington by 2,000. The tenth ward, Democrat Piscini leads Republican Rogers by 3,000. Eleventh ward, Republican Wall leads Connolly by 2,000. Twelfth ward, Republican Kukarski holds 300-vote lead over Democrat Hartnett. In the thirteenth ward, Independent Egan holds 2,000-vote lead over Democrat McDermott. In the fifteenth ward... Democrat Kovarik leads Republican Wetzel by 7,000. In the 30th, Republican Hughes leads Democrat Upton by 2,000. In the 32nd, Rostenkowski, Democrat, slight lead over uh, Republican Sakowitz. In the 34th, Republican Geisler, a big lead over Democrat Porton. In the 35th, Democrat Orlikowski, a slight lead over Republican Novak. In the 36th, Republican Ringa and Democrat Salala, neck and neck. The 39th, Democrat Brody, a slight lead over right-hand candidate Keene, Nayman trailing. In the 40th, Becker leads. The 41st, Immel leads. The 44th, Burmeister leads. The 47th, Holland leads. The 48th, Freeman leads. The 50th, Weber and Huffer are virtually tied. <laughs>
3: say, kiddo. I don't dare take my eyes off the road.
1: Thirteen miles an hour. You're allowed twenty along here, you know.
3: Well, I take no chances with these ticket salesmen. They tagged their own grandmothers today for knitting too fast.
1: Better slow down, dear. Here's the red light. (laughs) Dear, why'd you shut your motor off?
3: Because I'm no fool, that's why. No cop is going to dash up to me and say I didn't come to a full stop. I'll wave the ignition key in his rigged big red puss and dare him to this
0: <laughs>
1: You know, there's a policeman every ten feet all over town, too. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen so many stars since I fell out of the window while shaking a rug.
4: <laughs>
3: me either.
1: <laughs> it isn't
3: the number of them that annoys me, though. It's their sneaky tactics. They always come up behind you. They never step out in front of a speeding car and the tell you. light
1: is green, dearie. Huh? Huh?
3: Oh, yes. You watch for stoplights for me, Molly. I want to keep my eyes on the road.
1: All right. If any of your friends wave at you, I'll wave back for you.
3: <laughs> never mind that. Just concentrate on. Mommy, the road. Gee,
1: look, isn't that Mr. Wimple standing on the corner? Where?
3: Oh, yeah. I'll pick him up. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Heavenly day. <laughs>
3: Okay, baby, I had my hand up. I'm legal. Hi, Wimp.
1: Hello, Mr. Wimple. Can we give you a lift?
5: Hello, folks. Uh, thank you very much. I see you're driving very carefully, Mr. McGee.
1: Oh, no, he certainly is, Mr. Wimple. You could change tires at this speed.
5: Taking no
3: chances today, Wimp. I even took the seat covers off. They were fast colors.
1: You know, Mr. Wimple, you were smart not to be out in your car today. I understand they got a man this morning for driving under the influence of his wife.
5: <laughs> well, he don't get me again today, by gracious. I've had my ticket. I was up early this morning.
3: No kidding, Wimp. Speeding?
5: No, just walking.
3: Walking? He got arrested for walking?
5: Yes. Yeah. Isn't that silly? You see, I was just walking across an intersection, reading my bird book. Your what, Wimp? My bird book. (laughs)
1: Then it happened. What happened?
5: The traffic policeman came over and asked me what I was doing. I said, nothing, just reading my bird book. (laughs) He said, reading your what? And I said, my bird book. (laughs) I'm a bird watcher, And he said, what a coincidence. So am I. I've been watching Jays walking all day long, and you're one of them. <laughs>
4: here's
5: a ticket, and it'll cost you $5 in cost. Then he blew a blast on his whistle and balled a Virginia out of a big boy in a Buick. <laughs> Heavenly days. You see, McGee, they're giving tickets for everything. Well, not to
3: me, they're not. I know my rights and Look
1: black... Out, red light! <laughs> oh!
4: <laughs>
3: Pretty quick stop, eh, Wint? <laughs> hey, where is Win? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Here I am, Miss McGee. You stopped
1: so quickly I fell off the seat. Didn't you hit somebody? No, Mr. Wimple.
5: Just the stoplight. All right, McGee, it's turning green now. So am I, Mrs. McGee. (laughs) May I get out here? Thank you.
3: Is this where you wanted to go, Wimp? Yes.
5: Wherever it is, this is it.
4: Well, I hope you don't get any citations. Goodbye
1: now. I think you frightened Mr. Wimple a little, dearie.
3: Ah, patah. I never drove any more careful in my life. That guy gets frightened at card tricks.
1: Well, lots of people are... McGee, your engine is smoking.
3: Why not? It's old enough.
4: I guess driving
3: so slow in second gear kind of heated her up a little. I'll park right here till it cools off. Oh.
1: There's a
4: policeman
1: watching you, and he's looking at his
3: watch. I saw the big ox, but don't worry. This is a ten-minute parking zone. Just so he don't get the idea he's got me, Buffalo, I'm going to sit here till here comes Wilcox.
4: Oh, (laughs) Hello,
3: Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Molly. Hello,
2: pal. Hi, Junior. Climb
3: in and set
2: a spell. Oh, no, thanks. Hey, don't look now, pal, but there are two policemen down the street who've got their eyes on you. So what? I'm parked
3: legal. I got nine minutes left in this zone, and hey, hey, did they put the sleeve on you yet,
2: Junior? Yep. Over parking. Hmm. Oh, I've had quite a day today, pal. Yeah? What happened, Junior? Well, the cop was making out my ticket, you see, and he happened to ask me what business I was in. Oh,
1: that was a fatal
4: mistake.
2: <laughs> So I thought real fast, and I said, I'm in the protection business. I said, I sell protection. And he said, oh, a racket guy, eh? Mm -hmm. Well, let's just go and tell that to the judge, he said. My gosh, that was pretty stupid of you, Junior. Took you down, did he? By the collar of my coat.
1: Heavenly days. You
2: kids should have seen me in that courtroom, pleading my own case. I was dynamite. Uh Your Honor, I said, what is the greatest institution in America today? The American home, I said.
1: You thought that speech up yourself?
2: Well, I may have read it someplace. I sell protection, I said. Protection <laughs> for the linoleum in that home. Protection against dirt and dust and dampness with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Oh, of all the corny ways... Then I get... turned, I turned toward the women in the courtroom. Mm. Picture that beautiful kitchen linoleum, I said. Gleaming like new, its colors bright and shining and beautiful as the day you bought it.
1: But how could you Safe,
2: do... safe under the protection of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Glow coat that you simply pour out, spread around, and let dry for 20 minutes or less. Yeah, the that's... finest protection that money can buy. What? Then I took a dramatic pause and waited for someone to speak. Uh, who spoke? The judge said $10 in cost.
4: <laughs> well,
2: I'll see you, kids. I'm going down to the Bijou and catch a movie. Yeah, what's there? Lost weekend. That was
1: there last week,
2: wasn't it? Yep, hung over for another week.
1: Come <laughs> <So> on, <long>, kids. <laughs>
3: What a character. You know, sometimes I think McGee, he just... now
1: look. That's the second time that policeman has gone around the block on his motorcycle. I don't like the way he looks at us. Oh,
3: don't let that worry you, Snooky. I'm legal for three minutes yet. Oh, look who's coming. Hi, Doc.
1: Well, Dr. Gamble. Hello, Doctor. Hello,
3: Molly. And what are you doing out on
6: the street in plain sight of all these policemen, Leadfoot?
3: <laughs>
6: the way you drive, you'll
3: wind up in the pokey with a ball and chain. And I don't mean Molly. For your information, Doctor, the police have been been unable to pin anything on me. On account of I am probably the safest driver in this town, that's why. I've been driving around for an hour and I haven't broke a law yet.
1: No, he hasn't, Doctor, not yet. And the suspense is killing me. How are you making out, or should I ask?
6: As a matter of fact, my dear, they got me. Good. I was handed the first traffic ticket today... That I've had since medical school when we drove the new motorized wheelchair through three stoplights at 4 a.m.
1: Well, that's too bad, Doctor. What was it for?
6: Well, we usually have two or three accident cases an hour at the hospital. But this morning, not a one came in. Why,
1: that's wonderful.
6: It was very restful, but I was puzzled. I finally jumped in my car, raced downtown to see what was going on, and got a ticket for speeding.
1: Well, that is a shame.
6: And the cop tells me I'm the kind of guy who fills up our hospitals. Incidentally, you know you're in a ten-minute zone?
3: I'm watching it, Dockey. I'm watching it. Oh. Those blue-surge buckaroos will find me harder to pinch than a mermaid at 40 fathoms.
1: (laughs) Personally, I wouldn't dare drive today anyway. My driver's license has expired.
3: Oh, it couldn't have, kiddo. You got yours the same day I got mine. (laughs) Interesting statement.
1: But, McGee, mine has expired. That means yours has,
3: too. No, no, you're mistaken, Snooky. Here, I'll show you what I'm... Oh, my gosh! My license! My wallet! I haven't got them! I left my wallet at home! Shh! Quiet, they'll hear me.
1: <laughs> oh, this is great. We've been nine minutes in a ten-minute zone with an overheated motor, no driver's license, and three policemen walking
3: toward us. Huh? Where? Oh, brother. Well, I'll see you later, Doc. I'm getting out of here fast. I mean, slow. <laughs>
2: The King's Men Sing Slow Down
7: Don't take haste Haste makes waste Life's too short already If you like the likes of me Love was meant to last. Baby, not so fast. Slow down, slow down, slow down. When you're going to learn about the tortoise and the hare, slow down, look sharp. Racing like a rocket never gets you anywhere unless you want to be an angel with a heart. You're driving on your nerve, 90 miles an hour. When you see a curve, easy with the power. Never make a pass, tramping on the gas. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Must you drone just like a bumblebee flitting instead of sitting. You rolling stone, you'll never gather any lovin' if you keep a shoving me. Sorry, dear, but I'm not a speeding demon. Better take your time. Do a little dreaming. Love was meant to last. Maybe not so fast.
4: Slow down, slow down,
1: slow down, slow down. Slow down. Watch it, McGee. There's a squad car coming up on the left.
3: Uh, Smile at him, Molly. Smile. They ain't got anything on me that they know of. Smile, smile wider. I
1: can't smile any wider. My ears are in the way.
3: <laughs> here they are, McGee, right next to you. Oh, they are, eh? Oh, hi, boys. Mighty fine job you boys are doing today. <laughs> Mighty fine. I'll mention you boys to the chief. <laughs> that
1: was the chief, theory. Oh.
3: <laughs> I'd known that. I. Oh, oh, stoplight. Uh, here, you hold the ignition key till the light turns green.
1: You know, this is pretty silly, McGee. You don't have to shut the motor off at every intersection. I
3: know, but I don't trust myself. But
1: what if you can't get us started again sometime? Then we will get a ticket for holding up traffic. Oh,
3: my gosh, I never thought of that. Give me that key. Here. That Oh,
1: dear, you see what I mean?
3: What of the distributor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> guess I'm just nervous.
7: Out of that, buddy. That light will never get
4: any greener.
3: Just be patient, sir. I'll be out of here in a moment.
4: There.
3: Big windbag. Them are the kind of smart guys that ought to get tickets. Not guys like me that stay inside the law.
1: You're perfectly right, dearie, but do you have to see how far inside of it you can get? (laughs) We're only doing seven miles an hour.
3: I know, but I can't afford to get picked up without I got my driver's license on me. If I ever get home without a ticket, I'm going to have that license.
4: Oh,
1: there's another policeman, McGee, writing out a ticket. For what? I
3: didn't do anything. He kept... Oh, oh for somebody else. Why, of course. A uh, little jumpy is all. My gosh, I was getting along fine at home this morning until that Latrivia come in there and opened his big fat mouth. I ought not to vote for that guy then. Hey, look, Molly. There's our home. Our own little home, Molly.
1: Oh, pretty, isn't it? Oh,
3: boy, I've never been so glad to see that house since the day we won it in that raffle.
1: <laughs> What's that? What's what?
3: That.
1: It's what you think it is.
3: <laughs> Can you see it? Maybe it's a fire engine, Molly. Maybe our house is on fire. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I
7: hope it is.
3: What did I do now? Doggone it, I was he almost told. He means business, owned.
1: too, McGee. He means business. He's parking his motorcycle right in mm. front of us. Watch your
3: language now, dear. I will, I will. I'll be so mealy-mouthed he won't... You're
2: be. Mr. McGee, aren't you? Mm. You may not know it, but we're having a little safe driving campaign on today. Oh, and... I
3: know, officer. I, I think it's
1: wonderful. Oh, yes, he knows it, officer. <laughs> Somebody mentioned it to us this
3: morning. <laughs>
2: Well, I was assigned to watch you, McGee. <clears throat> I've had my eye on you all the way home. Well, and... if
3: I've accidentally done anything wrong, officer, I'll certainly correct it right away. <laughs> yes, sir. Just a friendly warning is all I need. It doesn't take a ticket for me well, to catch I didn't
2: say a <laughs> <much>. <laughs> ticket, Mr. McGee. I've been watching you for an hour, and you ought to be very happy to know that you won today's Safe Driver Award.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I what? You hear that, Molly? I won an award.
1: Safe driver award. My goodness, isn't that wonderful? (laughs) Not that you haven't earned it. I never had such a safe ride in my life. Scared me to death.
2: Now, if you'll just let me take your driver's license, please. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
4: Driver's
3: license? Well, you see, officer, uh, I mean, well... uh, uh, gee whiz, there There must be lots of safe drivers to me in this town. Oh, sure there
4: is, yeah. sure.
3: Why, why don't you look around and give it to somebody else, some, some GI, some serviceman, some...
2: Uh... Oh, no, no, sir, this award's yours, you deserve it. I'd like to paste it right on your license, just like a gold star on your report card.
1: Well, now, officer, you're in a hurry. Why don't you just let himself paste it on the license himself?
3: Yeah, that's it. I'll take it. I'll paste it on when I get home and get my license off of the... Uh, when I get home,
2: I'll... Uh... No, no, just hand me your license and I'll... Oh, you I'll... might stick
3: it on crooked or something. <laughs> a beautiful seal like that ought to be put on real neat. Ought to press it between uh, a couple of books, maybe. Or
1: oh, officer, he's so prissy about things like that. Yeah. You know, he just can't stand things crooked.
2: <laughs> well... All right, Mr. McGee, you take it along with you and stick it on yourself.
3: Oh, I will. I certainly will. I'll stick it on myself, right on my forehead. Uh, oh, you mean <laughs> on my license. My, okay, okay.
1: Thank you so much, officer.
3: Not at all. wish we had more like him. Good luck. Well, thanks, mister. I mean copper, or er, officer. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: long. McGee, watch out for his motorcycle. It's right in front of... him. <laughs>
3: see now. April, May, June. Well, what do you know? I ought to be out in time for the Elks Picnic. (laughs)
4: Cliff
2: and Molly will return in just a moment. Well, today, April showers are just beginning to work on May flowers, and that's very nice. But April showers also bring something not so nice. Trouble for your kitchen floor. Wet, muddy feet do track in with the children home from school and the grocery boy. Am I right? Well, that would mean a lot of extra work, wouldn't it, if your floors weren't polished with Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat. Of course, if your floors are kept sparkling with a beautiful glow coat polish, you don't have to worry about a little thing like wet footprints. A damp cloth quickly wipes up dirt and spills things from a glow-coated floor, leaving it clean and shining with colors bright and fresh. Johnson's Glow Coat also saves you work in other ways. It needs no rubbing or buffing. Just spread it on the floor and let it dry. In 20 minutes, your floor is protected with a really high, long-lasting polish try it, but be sure to ask for the real thing, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, the floor finish that gives a brighter shine.
3: Well, the trivia had quite a talk with the judge about me while I waited, you see. what did he
1: tell the judge?
3: Told him who I was, all about me. Sort of a character reference, you might call it. Judge dismissed the case. Well, that's wonderful. Yep.
1: My goodness, I didn't realize what an important person you are around town, did he?
3: Yep. As soon as that judge really understood all about me, he said that any cop stupid enough to park a bike in front of a car I was driving deserved to get run over. <laughs> Good night.
1: <laughs> Good night, all. This
2: is Harlow Wilcox speaking to the makers of Johnson's Black Pollock for Home and of the industry, inviting you to join us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.
0: Chicago, WMAQ